Hello and welcome to Who Wins Podcast, where each episode we pit pop culture icons against each other in a brutal fight to the death. I am Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my partner in pugilism, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And this episode, we are pitting Iron Man against Darth Vader. So, I guess a battle of the kind of, maybe, sort of cyborgs, maybe? Kind of, I guess. Um, More augmented persons i guess <laughs> yeah i'm I don't not know. quite what sure are they? That's Just, yeah i'm not sure um, i mean like, tony's a, a person in a in a mechanized suit isn't he he's in a, he's in a mech suit so i guess he's yeah, yeah i guess he's just augmented isn't he well I, i'm not sure because he does do the whole heart, nanotechnology though, thing yeah. yeah and he's got the arc even, reactor as well yeah so he's he's kind of yeah he's kind yeah. of uh, cybernetic isn't he yeah he's a mechanical part yeah, and obviously with Darth, it's well, he's basically on mechanical life support, isn't he? Yeah, it? he's more machine than man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, so uh, roll with it then, I guess. Kind of, sort of, maybe cyborgs. Um, yeah, yeah, if we want to get uh, specific with it. Loosely talking, I guess. Um, <laughs> now, on the surface of it, because I, I added this one to our list, and then when it came around, I started thinking, oh, shit, maybe I didn't think this one through because this could be over quite quickly. Yeah. And then the more I thought about it, the more I thought, no, actually, now I remember why I added it to the list in the first place. Um, because the big thing here is, you know, Darth is a force user. So yeah. essentially magic, kind of. Except it's not, is it? No. It's not magic because... The more I thought about it, like especially in the in the prequel trilogy, Lucas decided to try and explain exactly what the Force was. Yeah, and well, well it, let's let's be fair. He tried it in Phantom Menace, and then people didn't care, so we gave up. Well, yeah, I mean, law would have it that had we seen his episode seven, eight, and nine, it would have gone even further into what yeah midi chlorians were and all that kind of shit. Um, but yeah, midi chlorians then, as he has kind of described them are sort of what what makes people force sensitive on these little microorganisms that live yeah. within or on people i'm not sure which it is um but so the second you go into that where the, you know it's required to be able to control these midi chlorians well then you enter the realm of science because there's an element there which can be controlled um and all of a sudden the force becomes more about kind of metaphysics i guess um so at which point then you're straight into tony stark's wheelhouse yeah because i mean the, the whole thing i mean um the, the films did a really piss poor job which considering the films are the source material is quite embarrassing um but the the novelization certainly phantom menace and i think even of the um of episodes two and three went more into detail with how it was supposed to work and it was you know, the the force powers how it was the ability to influence or to build the ability to um have a sort of connection or symbiotic relationship with um the midichlorians um but it yeah. just, again it was it never really panned out and it never really made a lot of sense which is why they kind of dropped it like a bag of shit um i, I mean it's because it's shit that just doesn't need to be explained because well, yeah, that, it. it all sounds way too scientific in in a universe that you know prior to that was magical like we don't we don't need to know how the force works it, just, it was always it just, just yeah, in the original trilogy, it was more of a spiritual thing, which is where it would have been extremely dangerous because I think then essentially that makes Darth Vader a, a space wizard, um, which yeah. I, I'm not sure anything that Tony Stark has would would be able to answer for it. But 
The second, it becomes this kind of symbiotic relationship with midichlorians. And there's something that can be influenced or created or controlled. Well, then that's a whole new ball game because Tony at his core is a scientist and an engineer. So he would think absolutely look into how he controls these midichlorians himself or, or blocks the control. Against them. Yes, exactly. And they're not too dissimilar to his own relationship with the nanites that he's yeah, exactly. injected into himself. So actually, they're more similar than they would first appear, these yeah. two. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was thinking about it today, um, and they're even like the more magical aspects. Um, if you look at some of the MCU, not so much in the comics, but if you look at the MCU, there's very much a hand wave you thing which says, well, there's no such thing as magic. It's just different science. Yeah, and it kind of backs, you know, it kind of backs um, Stark in this, where we think, well, yeah, okay, he's just going to say, okay, well, there's in this other galaxy where this dude's from, they have midi chlorians, which are kind of a bit like my nanites, but okay, I need to find out about them, and he, you know, he will go off and fucking learn because that's what he does. Yes, exactly, and then find out a way to construct or build something, as I say, either to harness them himself or to remove the connection that that Darth Vader has to them. So I think. It's a longer game for him than it is mm. for Darth Vader, who can literally just walk in and throw a lightsaber or force choke him. Um, but I don't think there's any world in which Tony's entering the fight without knowing exactly what he's up against. He's too smart for that. Yeah. And I think, I mean, looking at it, on, on the surface, you say, right, well, Stark is all about weapons. So, no, he's going to go in with again, missiles coming out of his, you know, out of every orifice and, and have guns here, there, and everywhere that nobody's going to think of. And Vader's just going to push them back at him, or he's going to repel them, or I mean, he's more used to use it, you know, dealing with blasters than uh, than bullets and shit. But there's no, he's going to have that ability to stop them. But he's not. I think he you know, is. I don't say. Yeah, I'll go with arrogant. I mean, I know Anakin was always uh, very hot headed and very arrogant and sort of supremely self confident. Um, he was an arsehole, is what he was. Let's well, just call it what it is. Fucking cockwomble, isn't he? But. Uh, but yeah, you know, he he's going to go in there thinking, well, this fucking dude, this is just a dude in a, in a tin can. I'll just crush him, like literally, just you know, push, put him, squeeze my fist together, and crush him where he stands. Uh, you know, that's the obvious move, isn't it? That was the first thing I thought about. Is he's going to actually just contract the armor, just yeah, you know, as you say, just crush him like a tin can. Um, now the thing is, though, that's made more difficult since we haven't established what version of the Iron Man suit we're going to take. Um, but if you take the one with the nanites... Which, yeah, then, that's the one I was going for. Yeah, I mean, that becomes more difficult because if he starts to crush it, then it just Tony just retracts the armour. Well, Simple I mean, not that. not only that. I mean, the the way it's set up, obviously, you know, with it being injected, it's, you know, it's, he doesn't have to command, he doesn't have to speak, he just thinks, and it happens. Yeah. All he has to do is think, right, okay, well, I need a fucking, some, some sort of pocket underneath or some sort of air bubble between me and the suit, and the suit's just going to fucking puff out. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's like inflating bubble wrap. Yeah, you, you just shoot it off in, in whatever directions you want. And yeah, it's it's fine. I, I, I don't think... So I already think he's got the answer for being crushed. Yeah. Um, force choking, I'm not so sure about. Um, and force but again, pulling... But again, I was, was going to say, again, that's the same thing, though, because, I mean, having injected the nanites into himself as well, having, having this, you know, this sort of suit constructor out of them, it's going to be largely the same principle. They're going to... All he has to do is think, right... I need to do to stop crushing my throat, and his throat's going to expand. You know, it's 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 kind of it, it's depending how how sophisticated and how um, how you know, illogical you want to you want to make it really. But with the principle is the same that you know, if these, these things are at his, at his command to protect him. Therefore, all he has to do is think about it, and it's done. 
And then that's how, in various iterations, you know, he'd have a shield one minute, he'd have a you know, super duper blaster the next second without doing anything. It just appears because oh, that's okay, kind yeah. of how it I works. Hadn't, I hadn't thought of that. So what you're saying is, is you kind of, if he starts getting force choked, you just kind of get a neck brace all of a sudden to. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess that could work. And then yeah, then you push back against the choke. I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, and, I mean, and, the thing with uh, Vader as well is that he, in order to manipulate the mini chlorians, in order to make that choke, he has to use a hand. There's a hand movement, so immediately one of his hands is 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 removed from the fight. Well, it, uh, this is a thing in it. Like you mentioned, that anything that Tony's firing, be that bullets or missiles or repulsor blasts or whatever, Vader's going to be able to repel or whatever. Uh, but if one hand's already occupied, and you'd assume force powers use a degree of concentration as well. Well, yeah, um, have, that have was always the ever... way it was sold, wasn't it? Yeah, like if like if this was D and D, they would be concentration spells, wouldn't they? Yeah. So, like, have we ever seen anyone use two force powers at once? I can't think of an example. Um, I, I'm not quite sure um, how it would present. I mean, if you think of um, some of the fights we had in the prequel trilogy, particularly Yoda and um, Yoda and Palpatine and Yoda and Dooku, they primarily they're primarily using one, but they are using their, their sort of that foresight as well. And they are leaping iron to all shit as well. So that you know, there's more than one thing going on. Mm. So I mean, I'd imagine it is possible. Obviously, the more powerful the force user, the more likely it is. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. Well, let's say we we allow him more than one. Then there's still going to be a need. Unlike with Tony, then who who literally just has to think of something and it happens because of the nanites. Yeah. There is still a need to think of something and concentrate on it to get the desired effect. It's more yeah, of a meditative. No, kind of thing yeah. like given given his strength and it is of proclivity and the rest of it he's he is going to be able to no, he as long as he can concentrate he's no it's not the case of he has to put on a supreme concentration to lift up an egg cup you know he's he's, he's a very powerful force user and very you know and he's very well trained um because he was actually trained whereas when you look at luke and uh, and ray and and in, in their tri- uh, their trilogies they're not trained properly so they have they you know it takes a greater degree of concentration to learn how to do things so I think no, I I, I I don't think it's a case of you know he'll be supremely concentrating on on choking him. He you know, he will be scanning and doing you know, and looking around for other opportunities as well. I just know it's just not something he can't he can't wave his hand and it's all done in one in one second. There is a, a degree of concentration, just not as much as we've seen with others. Yeah, but that that still means that he's kind of got to be thinking on his feet a little bit more than Tony, yeah. who can who can literally just 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 think do on his feet. Wants, literally basically. just think on his feet yeah um, well, yeah actually yeah literally just <laughs> on the hoof just yeah. change but, change tact yeah. but it was, it was interesting the, um so, as I say, if you look at the fight between um vader and luke in empire where they you know they've got lightsaber stuff going on so again they're preempting each other there's you know, the, the connection with the force and you know, foreseeing other, the other moves and stuff but at the same time He's throwing, you know, he's he's using the force to chuck stuff at Luke from behind, and so he, you know, he he can do that. It's just no, it's not as controlled. Yeah, yeah, and and I think actually, you know, it's interesting you mentioned that, like throwing stuff around, because that's kind of where I see Tony's first offense come in. Is is as you say, he's able to kind of make the armor do whatever he wants. So if Vader's concentrating on batting back missiles and bullets, whatever the hell, excuse me, <coughs> coughing. I've not got COVID, I swear. Um, <laughs> if he's batting back everything that, that Tony's thrown at him, then there's the opportunity for just a sneaky gauntlet to come out of nowhere and just clobber him around the head, I think. Mm. Um, because he's concentrating on the missiles and the, the gunfire or whatever. 
but he's not necessarily going to be concentrating on the flying gauntlet that could just... Well, I guess if you're going to do it, you punch him in the nuts. Does he have nuts? He doesn't have... Well, I don't know, because he was chopped off at the knees, wasn't he? Yeah, so he, I guess he doesn't have nuts, does he? Well, no, he, he was chopped off Because he was literally knees, cut in half, wasn't he? No, he was chopped the knees, off the, knee, the knees and the arm. So he lost one arm at the end of episode two, and then at the end of episode three, he lost both legs on the other arm. It was Darth Maul who cut in half. Oh, yeah, so it was. Okay. So, he, so does he, does, he does have nuts, but presumably they're going to be protected just as well as anything else in his fucking uh, walking life support machine. Well, I don't know, because his, his trousers are kind of just look more like they're insulated than metal, don't they? But he has got a cod piece. Yeah. I mean, the thing, you, the thing you've got to wonder as well is that that's, no, no pun intended, that's a dick move, which I don't think exists that's in the not, that, That's not below Tony Stark to be a dick, though, well, is that, it? Well, that's what I mean. It's, <laughs> it's something that in. In the Marvel universe, and in, you know, certainly with with Tony Stark, that's not something you you wouldn't. Uh, that's not something you'd say was impossible or wouldn't happen. It's not, not something that you no know, Star Wars never went down that route of you know of that sort of fighting, that of that dirty style. The the the, the, the dirtiest you ever got was hand shooting first, uh, which he did. Fuck off, George Lucas. Um, oh, but we're you know, not getting into that debate. That is absolutely <laughs> not even up for no, discussion. No, he like, shot first. Yeah. Yeah, not not even a conversation. Um, but that no, that's the only time we ever really see anything remotely underhanded. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. And maybe I mean I know Vader's like a, a supreme dick. Well, actually, no, he's not, is he? I, I actually think Vader's less of a dick than Anakin. Um, yeah, I guess there's another parallel there. It's interesting, isn't it? That like they both start off as utter contemptible assholes, and then kind of get better. Um, <laughs> like there's no doubt about it Darth Vader is is less of a dick than Anakin Skywalker like at yeah, least he does, at least he's not whiny yeah Ron Jeremy's less of a dick than Anakin Skywalker yeah you, yeah you're probably right um I was going somewhere and then I got sidetracked by that thought process where Sorry. was I going no 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 it's my fault I, I suddenly realized that, yeah hitting him in the nuts yeah and we were talking about things being a dick move um Vader, for all he's like, you know, an, an evil overlord as such and a, and a Sith lord, um, there's still honour there, isn't there? There's still like, the, you know, the, the way that the style of fighting and the respect for the force, there's mm. still an amount of honour in him, I think. He's evil, yes, but you kind of feel like there'd be rules of engagement. Yeah, it's... it's... Yeah, it's a funny one. It's almost as if, you know, I, I, won't, I won't stab you in the back just because, you know, it's not the honourable thing to do. And to be honest, I don't need to. But I won't because I shouldn't. Yeah. Um, it, no, yeah. I mean, if it, was, if it was Kylo Ren, I think this would be different. Um, oh, yeah. But it wouldn't you know, be much of a fight either. He'd be fucking um, crying about it in two minutes. Um, it depends where in his character arc he is, doesn't it, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, second best character in all of Star Wars. Just going to leave that there and walk away. Um, nah, there's there's too there's too much of a whiny bitch in him. No, but that's the point. He has to start there and grow. Look, I hated him in the first one, but by the third one, fucking love him. Um, it, that that's a proper character arc. One of the only ones in the trilogy. Uh, well, in in the entire franchise, actually, probably. Um, anyway, sort of off topic. Um, ah, not really. No. Um, so, yeah, so what I'm saying is I I feel like Vader'd be more concerned with trying to have a duel or a fight. Um, and I don't think Tony would. I think he'd be zipping around all over the place, like there'd be gauntlets coming from left, right and centre. Um, we haven't quite decided how he's counteracting the majority of the... I mean, 
the, the armor can perhaps protect against the force choke, as we said, but I don't know how he protects against something like a lightsaber throw, other than gets out of the way. Well, that's I, the, I mean, the only thing he's going to do is get out of the way, isn't it? Because it's just going to cut through them like butter. And that's the thing, isn't it? If he gets hit with a lightsaber, armor or no armor, he's like fucked. he's done. It's like if that thing hits him, forget about it. Um, but then it's got a metal handle, isn't it? Well, yeah. So well, I mean, he just attracts it with a magnet, doesn't he? <laughs> he does his own fucking force pull, doesn't he? Um, yeah, but then it depends if it's a no a, a magnetic metal because not all uh, metals are magnetic. Depends what the handle is made out of because they're made from different metals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what Vader's is made out of. No, um, I, I, w- I would imagine if we went on like Star Wars Wiki, it would tell us. Oh, it's made of some. It'll be made of some fucking obscure thing that nobody's ever ever heard of because it's made up, and we won't know the answer even then. Somebody would have fucking decided if it's magnetic or not as well because that's nerds for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Says two people debating whether Iron Man would win in a fight against Darth Vader. Well, um, yeah. Hold on, I gotta find this out now, right? Darth Vader's. <laughs> like, talk amongst yourselves. Darth Vader's yeah. lightsaber. Yeah, because I mean, um, they've, they've done it in a lot of things, but I've been playing um, Fallen Order um, the last couple of days. And even then, you go into the various different components, and all of the lightsabers are made up so many different bits. I don't think it's no, what whatever they are there's got to be something that can counteract them if it's one's vulnerable to heat or one's magnetic or you know one can't be spat on or something there'll be some fucking stupid explanation to all of it um a lot of it's to do with kind of where the where the saber originated isn't it and um it's the same with the colors of the kyber crystal isn't it there's something like, like that it's just... different there's different color blades for they signify different things they, they're yeah. not just random um yeah yeah, so, the crystals. I know, I know, I knew that, but the so the um the, the the rest of the construction, I have no idea. It's something okay. I've not really cared about that much. I've got to be honest. So it is an alloy metal and carbon composite. It probably wouldn't be magnetic then. Mm, no, the carbon wouldn't be, would it? No, but with an alloy as well. I mean, no, yeah. most alloys aren't magnetic. Yeah. Okay. So I'm wrong on that count then. So he's got no way of actually attracting the lightsaber. Um, could he maybe overpower? I don't know. Could he maybe overpower it? Um, I mean, it, kyber crystals are crystals, so presumably they could be shattered. Again, then you're getting into the physics of how a lightsaber works, and I, I think that's a, a grey area. Um, what, what do you mean grey area? Are you trying to tell me they're not real? I mean, <laughs> No, it's just no, the, the whole physics of how light stops at a certain length and shit like that. But you know, I'm, I'm not a physicist. I don't know. Um, I'm fairly no. sure that people will have theories on it. Um, again, nerds. Um, but so I just... it had never occurred to me until you just brought it up that actually it would just keep going and going and going and going, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, presumably. Because um, I remember when Attack of the Clones came out, um, a friend of mine um, who was a physicist, um, and he was a when they were talking about um, Kajuku and this curved lightsaber, he was like, oh, "That doesn't fucking work. You can't have a cu- you can't curve light." And then we but all pointed maybe, out that actually maybe. you can't stop it and make a fucking lightsaber out of it either. And then it turned out it was just the hilt, not the actual lightsaber. And but he was then he was a little bit disappointed. That's why only Jedi's and Sith Lords can use them, because maybe they're manipulating midi chlorians and using the force to stop the light. Maybe Well no, because um Finn used one, didn't he? And he won a Jedi. Nobody is force sensitive. Yeah, but I thought you meant he could feel it, didn't he? Not that he could manipulate it. Well, if he can feel it, he's got, I mean, it depends if we're taking The Last Jedi as canon or not, but if he's Force-sensitive and he can feel it, then he can use it. 
Yeah, maybe. The, the, the boy the boy uses the force on the broom at the end of The Last Jedi, and he's not had any training that we know of or anything. Yeah, but so, there's a difference being able to use, be able to use it and manipulate it and just being able to feel it. Mm. We're getting way off point here because I, I don't think it matters anyway in terms of this fight. Isn't, what isn't, I, isn't feeling things through the force itself, though, indicative that you are a force user? Surely. No, not necessarily. You think? It's, it's, it's just like being slightly more in tune to things. It's like having a better, no, having a good eye or a, a good ear for something. You don't mm. doesn't necessarily mean you can manipulate it to do anything. You just have a slightly higher tolerance for things or a higher or, sensitivity to things. Meh. I don't know. I Who knows? That's I, always I, been my reading of it anyway. But no, I, again, I'm fairly sure I, no, if, if we're wrong, people will tell us because it's Star Wars and um, everybody you know, everybody has opinions. Uh, yeah, I've said on this podcast before, you know, I, I, I like Star Wars a great deal. I am by no means an, an authority or a full-on nerd for it. So I'm quite possibly wrong with all of this. Um, okay, so where were we? Um, lightsabers. <laughs> lightsabers. Yeah. Um, I think that's the, that is the danger move. I think the Force can actually be counteracted reasonably easy by, by Tony Stark, whether that be through using his nanites to counteract them or whether that be actually working out how to control midi chlorians himself which i think he's perfectly capable of doing hmm. once he understands that they're a thing and they're there like there's got to be a way you can attune to that frequency i'd have thought or distract well, it, to be, doesn't if it? Not attuned to it yeah i mean i mean there has to be i mean the, the danger would be as it would be the lightsaber i mean the thing with iron man i am iron man's fighting style is largely based on movement it's yeah it's, i mean it's it's, it's, it's it's stick and moving you, you, he's you, aerial combat shot. essentially isn't he yeah and that no, that is something. If he can't counteract the force, or he can't, he can't stop Vader using it. He's going to get plucked out of midair and just well, slammed around. Again, though, I'm not sure because it depends how strong it is, doesn't it? Because don't forget his his flying and and things like that is actually based on repulsion, isn't it? He uses yeah. repulsors to keep him. So, if the force is pushing him, for instance, those repulsors should be able to just. If anything, you'd give him a boost. And if it's pulling, then the repulsor should work against it. So I'm not sure because it's not it's not like a jet engine where you just you're moving forward in in with forward momentum. You're you're manipulating gravity essentially. Yeah. Well, and again, I suppose it just, just it depends how he's set up. Because I mean, if you think of um, the the way the suit works in uh, Infinity War, for example, he does grow a rocket out of his feet um, because he needs to go catch up with the spaceship. So again, it depends what he's doing. But if he, you know, if he does, if he is strapping a rocket on, then is you know, at close at close quarters, is Vader going to be able to stop a rocket that's taking off? Yeah, well, that's the thing. you could certainly control a rocket because that's a physical thing, isn't it? I think if it's something physical, but, and but it's, again, it depends on the strength of it. And and again, if you know, if you, if it's not if it's nanite based, you think, well, I've got one. I can just I'll get you know, while you're holding one part of me, I'll, I'll grow another one out and shoot you in the face with it. I mean, if you can grow rockets from anywhere as well, why do you grow them from your feet? Because if you grow them from your dick, you're not going to fly as fast. But it's Maybe. funnier. Like, yeah. why, why would if you've got it's the it's opportunity? It's the sort of thing we would do. Like, if you've got the opportunity to shoot a rocket into someone's face, it is a million times funnier if you do it from your dick. Oh, absolutely. I, in fact, I can think of nothing funnier. Like. <laughs> I, I don't understand why that. Made, no, I think, I think the, the, the close, the close, the close second will be shooting one out of your ass. That is the close second. It's not as funny as firing it from your dick, though, because it's vaguely phallic. That's not vaguely phallic. It is fucking phallic. <laughs> All right, it's very fucking phallic. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. I, I'll give you that. Um, 
I mean, of course, the other thing that we, we haven't counted yet, we're kind of jumping around all over the shop here, but we've still got to address the lightsaber issue. But the other thing we, we haven't kind of counted is, is Vader himself, aside from the leg, his legs and his arms look as though they're not very well kind of padded. Uh, but they're not armored. real, are they? They're mechanical. No, they're mechanical, right? Well, but the rest of him is fully armoured, isn't it? Yeah. Basically, and anything that wasn't cut off and is thus slightly vulnerable is plated to fuckery. Whereas his, his, his arms and his legs are just like, I've got gloves, I've got my socks on, I'm all right. Yeah. So how strong are they is the thing? Because, yes, like he can deflect a missile and stuff. But as you said, like Tony can literally, like he could fire a thousand missiles at once if he wanted, like tiny little fucking missiles all at once. Right. Yeah, I mean, if, if you think of cartoons whereby, you know, so if you were shooting, shooting a rocket some, at somebody, it would then split off into like a million different rockets. Yeah. Just a million smaller ones that made that big one. Just for comic effect, he could do that because why the fuck not? Yeah, he's Iron exactly. Man, he's in control of the nanites, so why not? Yeah, do that. Exactly. He's he's kind of like, in the Star Wars universe then, he's kind of like super Boba Fett, isn't he? Like, yeah. flying around, fly, flying rocket, firing, sorry, rockets from But he will never orifice. be as cool as Boba Fett. Uh, I don't know. See, I don't, I don't, I don't quite get the whole Boba Fett thing. Like he looks cool, but he did fuck all. Like, yeah, there was, there was, there was a definite mishandling all. of the character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I think given we didn't really see anything like him in the rest of that trilogy, he no, was a, a very, the, it was a very welcome breath. It's because the costume is so cool. That's well, the there's like, that I get as well. It. The, the, the costume's cost- iconic. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's fact. I mean, it's a, it's kind of the same reason people gravitate towards Han because he's not a you know Aryan hero. You know, yeah. he's 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 very much he he knows what he is. He knows his strengths, and he he has a code. I mean, that's been explored um, more recently in the Mandalorian, and that'll be explored as as that series develops. And and there have been now non-canon um, books which were considered canon at the time. Um, about him and, and his his origins and his history and all this sort of stuff. So I mean, there, there is there has been a lot of stuff done with Boba Fett over the years, sitting or since uh, since Return of the Jedi, um, yeah, which I mean, has cemented not read him. Any of that. I've, not, so I've not read all of it. I mean, there's, there's quite a lot. You of know. Them. Well, yeah, yeah. no more for you. Now, um, it's it's one of those that you know that, and I, I can see why Disney have then have gone back on that and said, well, actually, no, it's not canon because it didn't happen on screen, it didn't happen in a film, therefore it's not because it steps on other things we want to do. So I, I get that, um, but that, no, a lot of work has gone in and. A lot. It's quite funny actually with the expanded universe. Certainly in books, so much work has gone into developing minor characters because they they had the potential. They were they were very influential in the main story for a very fleeting period, but nobody knows how it, how they got there. So they've, they, they, there's a lot of work done with a lot of characters like that. Um, there was one which was set between episodes two and three, which I read. Um, I can't remember the character's name now, but it was. Um, it was basically the person who was who sort of enabled General Grievous to um, to develop and, and and rise to where he did, and this character was just not in the films at all. But he explained General Grievous's origin because General Grievous just fucking appeared, and then they kind of yeah. did that with what happened in the Clone Wars cartoon. So they kind of they kind of retconned it a bit there. But again, there's so much uh, um, so much legacy stuff there which was considered canon up until a couple of years ago um, that it's let's say it's. It, it helps, and so certainly with characters like Boba Fett, it really did help to sort of cement the character. But now we're way off topic for a change. We are. I, I was just, I was just going to point out that, like, if it was basically if it was Vader and Boba Fett, then I don't think there'd be a fight because he'd like fire one missile, he'd be off in his jetpack, and Vader would literally pluck him out of the sky. But yeah. I, I don't think that's as easy with Iron Man because I think it's, as you say, especially with the nanites, it's a case of while you're looking over here, 
something's going to be going on yeah, over here something over there yeah yeah and of course like when it comes down to it like vader is he's incredibly well trained he's a tactician he's a supreme fighter so like in a, in a fist fight yeah there's absolutely no question that he, he takes tony out if it ever gets into close quarters tony's done like not a chance yeah, once the lightsaber comes out, or once it get, even gets into fisticuffs, like not a chance. I, I don't, I don't, don't even, I don't know about fisticuffs because I mean Tony's not a, no, he's not a scrapper or a brawler. But I don't think Anakin, I, I don't think Vader either ever is either, because it it all comes down to mastery of the Force and the lightsaber. And then you add to the fact that his 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 movement is okay. He moves pretty well because he's been you no, know, he's been on his. Uh, prosthetics for a, for a very long time by the time we get into sort of the, the films where we first saw him but he's still got prosthetic arms and legs so his movement isn't going to be natural no i mean tony can handle himself in a fight we've seen him we've seen him in a fist fight and he's no slouch yeah and um, I, 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 mean, I, I, has... I actually think he'd have i, I actually think he'd have a, a better than average chance if it was just a pure fist fight i think I he'd have know. an above average uh, chance of that i guess i hadn't factored in the fact that vader's entirely prosthetic whereas again Tony is isn't the suit is an extension of him. Yes, so exactly. it's, I, it's it's not so much a suit at this mm. point. It's more like an it's more like an appendage. I mean, actually, what we're not calling into question here as well, and I can't believe we haven't, is we're assuming there's only one suit. Um, whereas well, yeah, if we're talking nanites, he can literally have an army. Well, yeah, he, he like he could literally summon an entire army, and they could just pile on Vader on mass. Like there could be fucking thousands of them. Yeah, true. Which is not. I, I know at that point it's not one on one, but that is a skill that Tony is able to. And, and again, command. it's it's a it's a tactical move that you come to expect from. from Tony. See, and this is this is what it comes down to for me, and that's what I was about to say. Like, I, I think in close quarters combat, like yeah, Vader's got the edge, but I think like he's not smart. Like Anakin is not a smart man, and Ergo neither is Vader. Yeah, um, no, I mean Anakin is all. I mean, by the time he becomes. The Vader of the the original trilogy, he's um, very detached. He's no, he's largely unemotional um, until um, until possibly the end of Empire or beginning of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is largely detached. He is largely um, he's largely stoic. But Anakin, I say, when when he is certainly when he's challenged, he turns into a stroppy fucking teenager who can't control himself. Yeah, he's he's very easy. I mean, that's the other thing. Like you have to assume, like yeah, Vader has kind of mastered his emotions so it would seem we learn that's not the case um but if there's any part of anakin left in there which which there has to be yeah then all you need to do is push his buttons and he is going to lose control now well, well, you yeah, want to I mean, talk about somebody with the ability to push buttons yeah like you know yeah. tony's going to have him wrapped up in fucking knots oh well, yeah that's it i mean if you look at um how easy it was for anakin to be manipulated um, no. and only only really in the course of um, Revenge of the Sith. I mean, the first film he was a kid, and no, it, it, there there wasn't any of the sort of the manipulation going on. And then it was only it only sort of started very very slowly in um, in Attack of the Clones, and you don't really see so much of it in Clone Wars either. Um, no, it's not really explored, so it's only really the course of that two and a bit hours where he is in a way he's turned from Wonder Kid with an attitude problem to you know, whiny emo bitch to mother of all hell it doesn't take a great deal to turn him no it doesn't doesn't take a great deal to wind him up at all um i often think it's interesting you say that about like how you just see it over the course of like the one film 
Like, do you think part of that is just because Obi Wan is such a self righteous cock for most of the original <laughs> trilogy? Because he's just so fucking condescending towards Anakin. It's unbelievable. Like, yeah, maybe. I mean, um, I don't know how much of the the Clone Wars um, series you've seen. I'm about halfway through it. I'm only and it, just starting. I'm I'm on like episode five or six. So yeah, I think I'm about halfway through season three. Um, and you do see that relationship. There's a lot more of that relationship than is. I mean, in episodes two and three, it's all about them. You know, it's very jokey, very friendly, very banterish. And then he says something stupid, and Obi Wan immediately steps on him for being a cock, and yeah. in turn is a cock himself. Um, and no, doesn't hesitate to put him down. And then in the third film, there's no, I say, there's there's a lot of that. Um, and you kind of see the the sort of the, the more bromancy type um, relationships, sort of the, the more friendly relationship between them in, in the Clone Wars. And there's the still element of it there, but because Anakin has a Padawan in that, he you no know, people don't go out of their way to condescend him because then that's putting him in a bad place in front of the the the, the apprentice. So it's it's there, but it's not there. But in yeah, in, in the in the films, in the in the prequel film, the prequel trilogy, um, yeah, he's an absolute cock to him. Yeah, complete and utter knob. Part part of me likes it because I know what Anakin's going to do, and I just think, well, yeah, fuck you. Um, but yeah, no, he's it's very much a case of you know he's not. Uh, it's it, it's not it's not a healthy relationship, and it it's again, it's little wonder that he is so easily manipulated when his own mentor doesn't really mentor him. Yeah, exactly. it doesn't. It doesn't. No, it doesn't appear to give him the tools to deal with that sort of thing. No, he is emotionally stunted. I think um, that that is a big problem for him, um, and that's something he's going to carry through. And if if Tony's able to push those buttons, but then I don't know. At this point, then if he gets him angry, I suppose that makes him more powerful, doesn't it? It makes him more stupid, but it also well, it makes him more powerful. powerful. But and probably more unpredictable as well. Yeah. But, I mean, he can't command lightning. He doesn't do force lightning, does he? Or at least we've never seen him do it. No, he doesn't, no. Because that's the, that's the threat, isn't it? If he could pull force lightning out of the bag, I think yeah, that's all, game but, over. But, but no, because, I mean, Thor tried that, didn't he? He, he? he thought he'd overload the suit and actually just powered it up. Powered it up, yeah. Just gave him a boost. Mm, true. So no, See, it's that's the not... thing, isn't it? Whatever. As much as on paper, like, initially, you look at the two of them and you just go, yeah, it's Darth Vader. Because he's Darth Vader, because he's all powerful. He's fucking Lord of the Sith, and he's well, not just any Lord of the Sith. He's, he's Darth the, Vader. Yeah, he's the Lord of the Sith. You know, yeah, the, he is. The... He is like the ultimate badass. Like, yeah, just you don't get more badass yeah. than Darth and you, Vader. You immediately think he's going to crush him. He's, you know, he's going to repel whatever uh, Tony shoots at him. He's going to crush his suit. He's going to throw his lightsaber at him and just cut him in half. Yeah, you literally think it's going to be a walkover. But then, and this is what I was saying earlier on, when I started to think, oh, maybe we've made a mistake doing this one, and then I started thinking about it, and the more I thought about it the more it was like, well, no, actually, Tony is a little bit more level-headed, and, and it's not very often you can say that in a, no. anyone versus Tony Stark, but he is a little bit more level-headed. He's certainly smarter, and because so much of the Force actually is physics-based, yeah, it really is when you think about it. It's all pushing and pulling and commanding forces. That's why it's the Force. Yeah. Tony just naturally has command over that himself. He's built something that literally counteracts everything Vader can throw at him. Yeah. So it's all about it. It does come down to that lightsaber. I, I think that is the the one move, unless Vader gets hold of a blaster. But we've never seen him use a blaster. Um, no, no, that's right. No, they're uncivilized and all the rest of it. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's the, that's the only thing because I mean we've we've seen that no lightsabers will pretty much go through anything. 
Um, I don't think there's any doubt at all that Leipzig would go through Yama. Yeah. So I mean, of course, I mean, even even if Tony, you know, if Tony says, right, well, I, I want a, a ten-inch thick piece of fucking iron on, on my chest, we can't stab me. It'll just go straight through because yeah. we've seen, no, we've seen now, we've seen them cut through doors and walls and all sorts of things. So don't that takes some doing, though. When they're going to cut through a, a plated door or something like that, they have to put a fair bit of force behind the saber, but, don't they? It doesn't but just generally, go through like when you, But again, it depends how they convict. I mean, they, you, your average doors, yes, they go straight through. It's when you've got you know, your bomb-proof doors and your, your, mm. your airlock doors and shit like that, which are going to be you know, naturally massive. You know, it's like putting a bank vault on your chest. You know, that, it'd be that sort of level you'd have to do, and it's whether you know to do that. Yeah, but again, if we're talking the nanites, Jesus, they they really do make him practically invincible, don't they? Because if we're talking it's, the nanites, you just add extra layers of armor as it goes, don't you? Yeah, but yeah, but then it's it's I mean it's it's the quick it's the quickness and how I mean even when he thinks it, they still no, they still have to respond and they still have to construct something, so it might take a couple of seconds, whereas you may not have that with a lightsaber. No, true, um, and he's also like. I mean, how have Marvel never addressed this? How has this not become a Superman problem? I don't because know. he 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 literally can do just about anything, can't he? More or less. Like, I mean, okay, so he's he's sort of restricted to his own physicality. Like the suit doesn't necessarily enhance strength massively. Obviously, he's got propulsion behind him or repulsion yeah. behind him actually. So he's able to lift through force again through physics. Yeah. Um, but. To a certain extent, like he can just keep adding force, can't he? Yeah. Like I don't understand how they haven't addressed that. <laughs> no, no, I'm not sure actually. No. Um, but yeah, in, in this case, then it's about whether he sees the lightsaber coming, isn't it? That's it is, it and is. I think that's probably the biggest problem he's going to have is is knowing what's coming or knowing how to deal with it because you know they are. You know, and it's not like you'll have a glancing blow off a lightsaber either. No, no, it's coming it's, for no, you. It's it's coming for you, and you know, it's if whatever it hits is going to take off. I mean, it's actually this is very very simple. Um, it's going to come down to it's going to be a force throw on the lightsaber. If yeah. Tony sees it coming, he's going to dodge it. If he can, he's going to return, isn't it? <laughs> Even if he dodges it the first time, he's yeah. going to return. Yeah, because once he's out of the way. Because because yeah. again it's 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 made when moves it's, for the return. Yeah. But yeah, it, 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 when you throw it, you're directing it. You no, know, you're keeping it in the air and with with the force. So if Iron Man moves left, you move the fucking lightsaber left to come back left. while it's behind him. Yeah, you do. It's 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 a chase with a lightsaber essentially, isn't it? Unless he yeah. can disable that lightsaber, I don't think he's got a chance. Right, I, I think he'd have to get his hands on it to do that. Yeah, I think he would. Which if, if you're gonna get your hands on it, then you're too close aren't you yeah i think the only way you could do that is to deploy an army of drones yeah and get them to pick it up but then even so let's say a drone's holding it it's not manned there's no weight in the suit other than the suit itself yeah so surely vader could just pull the whole suit back with the well yeah because at that point the it's an empty suit of armor yeah, isn't it? it's, it's, it's an empty shell so it's just gonna be an, an object for him to pick up to a point where he'll pick it up and throw it at tony probably yeah, I don't think there's an answer for the lightsaber. No, I think I, I Tony can answer everything, but I don't think he can answer the lightsaber. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's probably the only way it could the only way it could go because I say he's got a response to everything, and I think because of the because of the nanites, even even like close quarters, if it came to hand to hand, I even think there'd be an argument say he's going to do a lot of damage there, if not get no, if not come away with a slight advantage. 
Um, but yeah, it's that lightsaber and being able to see that coming in and dodge it. And I don't think you can. I don't think you'd be able to. You know, if you're in close quarters, that lightsaber is cutting through you like butter in seconds. Yeah. And when you're at range, which is where I think he would be, like I think he could absolutely unload. I don't think any of it would take Vader down. He could just carry no. on unloading on him, and you could have a stalemate for a little while, maybe. Yeah. But ultimately, that lightsaber's taking him down. Because even if he shoots it out of the air, like what's what's going to do? It's not going to. Vader's just going to put it back up, isn't he? <laughs> well, yeah, that's it. Unless you actually physically break it, which is going to take some, it's possible. They, they do break. Doing, yeah. Um, I guess that's the only thing you can do is shoot it out of the air. But again, it's going to be moving. I guess we move in that fast, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's pretty difficult to do that because Vader's got complete control over it. Yeah, and moreover, he's also got control if he's switched on enough and he can see it coming. If there's a missile headed towards it, he can yeah, also just move the, the missile out of the way, can't he? Yeah, or send it back where it came from. Again, I don't think that's so much of a drama because I think Tony can get out of the way of that. But yeah, it's, it's certainly going to stop it blowing up the lightsaber. Yeah. Assuming, of course, that would the blade of the lightsaber just cut through? It would just cut through the missile, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it would just descend. It would just uh, presumably it would, would just explode it. Yeah, it would completely. Um, yeah, I, I don't think Tony can answer it. I think it's no, death I don't by lightsaber. Think. I think so. Which is no, it's an honorable, honorable way to go. Yeah, um, it's yeah. I, I think there's more of a fight than I originally thought there might be because there are yeah. a lot of similarities between the characters, which is yeah. why I thought to do this one. You know, it's not just that they're both kind of super maybe cyborg kind of things yeah whatever they are um <laughs> it's it's the similarities between the nanites and the force as well and the similarities of them both being absolute dicks um, yeah. who become less dicks as time goes on um just in the case of one of them becomes less of a dick and a good guy and one of them becomes less of a dick and a bad guy um, yeah I mean, I, I've got to be honest, I came into this one, I mean, um, Tori asked me what we were doing, and I told her, and I said, oh, I just won't take long. Um, no. Because I didn't think there was much in this one at all. I've got to be honest. No, I, as I say, I, for me, it was originally the similarities between the characters, but then the more I thought about it, the more I thought, actually, there is, there is something up for debate, and there has been something up for debate. Um, but ultimately, there's no answer for a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, as they always, through vibranium? I don't know. Now, there's a but, question. You know, uh, of course, these are both not <laughs> real. <laughs> yeah, I mean, somebody but, like this. Uh, nobody but again, vibranium does break. Than... True, it does. Yeah, no, vibranium does break. So, I mean, you know, given, yeah, as a given, vibranium isn't real and kyber crystals aren't real. I don't think we'll ever know the answer. No, but, I but don't, they're, I don't... they're in like the true because if <laughs> if it couldn't cut through vibranium. Then Tony just needs to get his hands on vibranium, which is easy enough. Um, well, yeah, it's all fucking mountain of it in Wakanda, apparently. Yeah, mm. but we we can't know that, so we have to assume that it that it can. We can't allow that to be a thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Would it though? I kind of, I kind <laughs> of feel like maybe it wouldn't cut through vibranium. I don't know. I I have no idea. Um, because. Yeah, I mean, vibranium I, can be damaged, as you say. We, we you know, it, yeah, it, it can be broken down, um, but it takes it takes a lot of effort. But then again, I like to say, but produces a lot of effort. Mm. So I don't know. Um, there you okay, go. Okay, nerds, answers on a postcard, or yeah, the, let, all, all, all the phys, all the physicists listening, let's have it. Because <laughs> this is the key to this one. Because I think if the lightsaber couldn't cut through vibranium, I think Tony could take this. Oh yeah, because if yeah, because. 
but and again that would come down to tony and his level of research and preparation and all the rest of it yeah you no know, because that's the sort of thing you find out same with blasters if you know if he knows that an energy bolt isn't going to damage it he'll use it yeah so yeah that's how physicists on yeah I, I think if he knows vibranium will protect him then he just gets a, a cap shield essentially um and off he goes and, oh yeah and we know we already know he can manipulate that and work it because he made a new shield for cap so that's yeah, and, uh, and then actually you know if he if he uses that and fires everything he's got at vader like i still think yeah vader could deflect most of it but if he because there's enough distraction that you can get in close you only need one real rocket propelled punch under that fucking helmet well, that's a you, you catch it, catch it under under where the chin would be. And let's be fair, it's a big old fucking chin. It's a big old fucking grill, um, and just lift it off because then at that point the fucking life support system gives up. Gives up, yeah. Or you just fucking punch straight into the fucking chest box. Why, well, yeah, one of the two. But it is entirely dependent on whether he can get a vibranium shield to deflect the lightsaber. Yeah, whether that would deflect the lightsaber or not, I I don't think it would. Of course, the other thing that deflects a lightsaber is a lightsaber. Yeah. So if he had a lightsaber, he could deflect the lightsaber. But then it comes down to a lightsaber duel between Tony and Vader, and then yeah. no chances there. Yeah, none whatsoever. So it's yeah. it's purely a vibranium shield, which we have to, for the for the sake of having a winner in this podcast. <laughs> we have to we have to assume that it can't and that Vader wins. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's where we need to draw the line. Um, but tell me if I'm wrong, nerds, because I kind of want to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the fuck of it. Yeah. I kind of want to be wrong. Uh, yeah, I think that's, that's a fair point. Um, but yeah, in, in, in that particular battle, I think just about Vader wins. Um, but it's not as uh, not as clear-cut as not I thought as, it was going to be. not as definitive as you would think it is, is it? No. Um, but yeah, if, if, if you've got theories, if you if you disagree with us, um, by all means, get in touch. With, you know, we, as, as you can tell, we, don't, we have no idea. We have no fucking clue. So if you want to educate us or enlighten us, um, you can get in touch with us on Twitter at ddpodcastnet, uh, on Facebook with the Double Down Podcast Network, or you can go to our website, ddpodcast.net, where you can pick up previous episodes of this show, some of our other shows as well. Um, wherever you get your podcast from, be it iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Blueberry, any of the other million places you can get them. Uh, leave us a review, leave us a like. Again, let us know what you think, get in touch, and we'll uh, we'll do what we can to get back to you. Uh, but until next time, see you later. <laughs>